0: Welcome to episode 65 of Real Life Ghost Stories. How you do? To kick things off this week, we need to thank our Patreon subscribers. We would like to thank Katie McCullough.
1: Owen Stenzel.
0: Megan Fitzsimons.
1: I think that's Fitzsimmons, but... Erica Freeman.
0: Fuck! (laughs) Erica
1: Fitzsimmons. (laughs) No, Megan Fitzsimmons.
0: (laughs) Megan Fitzsimmons.
1: (laughs) Erica Freeman.
0: Stephen Rash. Mendy Koo, Spencer Bolton.
1: Kayla Bergman. Nikki. Chris Vitali.
0: Erin, nineteen eighty two.
1: Mary Beth Myers.
0: Shell Johnson Osborne.
1: Flipspin. Kerry Strong. Mariah Wilhelm.
0: Beverly Carter.
1: Eric Denlinger.
0: Brianna Page.
1: And Danny. Thank you so much. Why do we always fuck them up? Why can't we read just people's names? <laughs> We're really sorry. We don't do it intentionally. It's just ridiculous. We just can't read. Sorry.
0: So our film review this week. Oh, before we do that, actually, genuine thanks to all our Patreon subscribers. We love you and we are appreciative of you and all of our listeners every day. So our film review this week.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to like, you, you didn't breathe in between. No, I didn't. I just stayed going. appreciative go on. of you all and our film review this week. Uh, yeah, go, okay, sorry.
0: Our film review is a film that has two names. It is it's sometimes... For fuck's sake. (laughs) It is sometimes referred to as the sublet or the resident. It was released in 2015. It has 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb and 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Would you like a synopsis? Yes, please. The sublet is a suspense driven psychological thriller about Joanna, a new mom coping with her baby alone in an odd sublet apartment. As her husband neglects her to focus on his career, Joanna questions her sanity as she discovers a violent past to the apartment and suspects the building may be haunted. What were your thoughts on this film? No, do you know what? Fuck you. No, no, I'm going to stop you there (laughs) because I've given up a lot for this podcast. You know, I put a lot of time and money and effort and will and thought and creativity into it. And I I did not. Did not deserve this. I, I really did. I don't know what I've done to deserve this. Or what you think I have done to deserve this. You messaged me this week. Send me a little screenshot. Can we watch this film for the film review? And I was like by all means absolutely. Of course. And here we are. An hour and 21 minutes of my life. Down the drain.
1: So I think what you've just experienced. Is known as the. The. Uh... 50p Movie Club co-host syndrome, which we went through many times in the first series, so you two can start up a little support group.
0: I actually think I need to. I need a support group. Like that film made me genuinely anger. Anger. I can't even talk. I'm so annoyed. This
1: is the first film that we've watched that where the IMDb rating is actually generous.
0: Oh yeah, like 4.8 <laughs> is far too much, and 57. percent It was one of the worst films I've ever seen.
1: Oh, uh, it's nowhere near for me. I, yeah. Yeah, had some really good, good, bad movie bits in. Um, like, hello?
0: It was just her going, hello? Repeatedly, until the end of time. I feel like if I went to hell, that would be my hell. Listening to her going, hello? Over and over again.
1: Okay, I could see kind of what they were trying to do. Um, It was really poorly executed, in my opinion, and suffered from... A lead actress that was appalling,
0: and an, and and her her co actress, her her support actor. What do you call them? Supporting role, supporting lead, yeah. male lead. Yeah. Awful. Yeah,
1: yeah. He wasn't as bad as her. I don't think.
0: Oh, he was still pretty bad though. Yeah, like but he, were, I think
1: he came off bad because she can't act, and the relationship just didn't work between the two of them.
0: And it was also terrible script writing. It was, it was, <laughs> it was an awful film. And I get. I appreciate a low-budget horror because I often think they have to rely on real subtlety and creativity to make it intre- to make it genuinely scary. This was a low-budget horror that was not well thought out and was shockingly bad. And if you like the the I, the premise is is that the it's almost like the apartment. I'm going to spoil it because I don't care. Nobody should ever watch this film. Is the apartment is essentially like a time loop? Yeah, that's right, isn't it? The
1: apartment and, is haunted by a malicious ghost that keeps swallowing babies and their mums
0: yeah essentially that's essentially it like that is it and it is centred around this woman being really lonely and her, uh, she fucking neglects her baby I don't think that's even part of the storyline I think they just forgot to write the baby in I think they forgot the part of motherhood where you actually have to look after a baby because the baby just wanders around the apartment on its own fucking milling around the baby- no wonder no wonder it came to a grisly fucking
1: end. But the baby provides one of the best good-bad moments in oh. the film, where it's clearly not a baby when it shrinks in size every time the mum and dad There's are carrying it around. There's numerous
0: times when they're carrying the baby around, and for some reason they wrap the baby in a blanket. Now the baby's like one or two, yeah, do like, you know the why baby's walking age. I've got
1: a theory why this is,
0: and because they couldn't rent the baby for long enough.
1: Yeah, because he was like the most the highest-paid actor in the film, probably, and therefore they couldn't afford his fees for the whole shoot. Probably so they had to just use something else
0: but the baby went from being newborn sized when it was wrapped in a blanket
1: to <laughs> being a toddler being
0: a toddler and it's just the most. it was the stupidest film i've ever seen i i'm genuinely like i'm angry oh, it wasn't that bad it was that bad the acting was appalling
1: The it was appalling. i
0: mean pay some better actors there are better actors out there that will do the same role for the same money don't you worry about it do not hire somebody Based on their ability to shoulder open a door. I mean because, she was very good at that. Because this the lead actress shoulder barged a door maybe three or four yeah. times in this film, and I feel like that's the, and she did it convincingly. She was really that's good at that. Clearly the only reason why she got the part. She's
1: very, very good at shoulder barging doors. I wish, wish, wish I'd saved this for 50p Movie Club because there's so much to talk about, but I'm not gonna bore the airwaves with it on this. So what would you give this out of five?
0: I'm going to give <laughs> the sublet slash the resident. An absolutely astonishing zero out of five. I'm going for a one. Going for a one. Yeah. I think this is my open house. Okay. I'm furious that I watched that film.
1: Ah, but they're so. They're...
0: I'm gonna. I, it was so bad that halfway through Dan was like, "You can stop watching it, and just tell the listeners that you have to stop watching it. Was that bad? Like that is how bad it was.
1: <laughs> it's mainly because I wanted you to shut up and let me watch the film because you kept whinging how bad it was. Hello. <laughs> uh i yeah that i i the thing is right for me and this is the last thing i'm gonna say open house had a budget okay fair and attempted to be cleverer than it was and it was shit this okay. had no budget and was shit so that's what happens
0: this had no budget attempted to be cleverer than it was and was shit
1: i mean the storyline premise was a good idea it's just very poorly executed. Oh,
0: very poorly executed. So the resident zero stars in my opinion. One. Don't don't waste your time. One. So our stories this week.
1: Okay. What are they about?
0: Considering the film was such a shit show. <laughs> I thought it wasn't we, that bad. I mean it was that bad. I mean I thought we needed to have some like good stories. And part of this film was a bit like Glitch in the Matrixy, right?
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Because, you know, she runs out of the door and then runs back yeah, in the same yeah, door yeah, and she yeah. can't quite figure out the layout of the yep. apartment and whatever. So I decided to do some good glitch in the Matrix stories. OK, this week. Well, I've got quite a few of them. I've got like six of them and they've come from various different sources. And I'll put all the sources in the description box. And in those on those websites, there are like a bazillion glitch in the Matrix stories. So I just picked out some of the best ones. OK,
1: as do any of them involve someone called Neo. No surprisingly oh. Disappointing
0: Although I haven't seen The Matrix in years <laughs> I mean that was a Fucking great film At the time Even though Controversial opinion I hate Keanu Reeves As an actor As a person I'm sure he's really nice Are you ready for Story number one
1: I don't know After that bomb show,
0: What Keanu Reeves Yeah Oh sorry Three friends and I Went to a concert At the biggest venue In Mexico City One of my friends Is a woman This is important For the story So the concert ended and we agreed on a meet-up point outside the venue, so we could get a cab and leave together. There were about 100,000 people there, so we inevitably got separated before going to the meet-up point. We waited for my friend for about 15 minutes. Then we started to get worried, so we called her phone. However, due to the sheer amount of people present at the venue trying to make phone calls, the lines were congested and the calls wouldn't go through. After another ten minutes of trying to reach her, I get an incoming call from her. She sounded extremely gloomy and sad. She said, Hey, I'm alright. I'm already at my place and everything's okay. I immediately got freaked out because this was impossible. She lived two hours away and not even an hour had gone by. We were super worried and tried to flag some cops down because we actually thought she'd been kidnapped. Then 30 seconds after the call, she comes out of the crowd looking chill. I yell at her, asking what the hell was wrong with her. She looked so surprised at this. She denied having made any phone calls. She tried, like us, but couldn't get a signal. We didn't believe her, so we looked at her phone. And there was no record of the call having been made. I took my phone to show her the call. But there was no record of the call having been received either. To this day I have no idea what happened because the voice on the other end of the phone was hers she knew details about me and she knew my name
1: What is going on in that story Oh I hate the Oh I hate the idea of getting phone calls from people Don't, In general <laughs> Yeah actually to be fair I hate talking on the phone so yeah I do but just that kind of like creepy like weird phone unexplained phone calls Not like I'm not talking about like PPI Hello. Yeah,
0: because those are pretty explainable, aren't they? Hi, we
1: heard about your accident. I've not had an accident.
0: Please leave me alone. Stop calling me.
1: Next time they'll be like, but you will soon. And i will be like, <laughs> oh, God, please, I'll buy anything. I'll buy anything.
0: That's actually, I mean, that could be, that could be, like, we could be salespeople.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would be really creepy to get that call. That would be really freaky. I think I will freak myself out a little bit now. But yeah, just getting that kind of call where you're just, you're convinced it is them and it's not them. And then there's no record of it. Like, he clearly spoke to someone on the phone, didn't he? But did he? Well, what else would have happened?
0: I've got I've got ideas about glitches in the Matrix, so should we just go through some more stories?
1: Oh, yeah, but that's a bit of a cliffhanger to leave me on. Oh,
0: don't worry about it, we'll come back to it. My husband and I promised each other that we would never forget how weird this experience was. About two years ago, I went to collect my husband from the ferry after work. My husband got into the car, and as I was driving very slowly out of the car park... We both noticed two people standing a few metres in front of our car. It looked as though they were strangers, older looking professionals, both walking to their separate cars in different areas of the car park. The man was reaching into his side bag, and the lady was further ahead of the man, with her head turned to the right. You see, I know the exact positions they were in, because they were completely frozen on the spot. My husband and I sat there watching the frozen strangers not saying anything to each other. And then all of a sudden, it was like someone pressed play and the two strangers just continued on like nothing had happened. My husband and I promised to each other that we would never forget how weird this experience was. I can't remember exactly how long this stayed frozen for, but it was long enough to freak both of us out. <laughs> what would you do if, I, if we're sitting here recording the podcast and I just freeze?
1: I'd... Uh- know that you would winding me up no but <laughs> if we
0: hadn't just had this conversation obviously if I did not right but now even,
1: even if we hadn't had this conversation that's the kind of thing you do to try and freak me out so but what even, if I
0: hadn't what if I was like so I freeze and then there a couple of seconds goes by or maybe you know 10 seconds goes by and then I start talking again and I behave like nothing has happened what would you do
1: I still think you're winding me up because you would be you would be capable of if you wanted to you'd be capable of freezing for like a whole minute and not even blinking just to wind me up. If that was your... I
0: mean, I am essentially a sloth in human form,
1: You're... so... <laughs> um, yeah, you could easily pause to freak me out. But what if this couple were like knew they were being watched and were just like, let's play a little prank?
0: Do I think it's a glitch in the matrix? Probably not. Do I think it's some sort of prank? Also probably not. But I can't explain it then. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it'd be easy to say if, if they were a couple... You know, if they were together, if they were physically yeah. standing together, you'd be like, oh, okay, maybe it was just a joke, or maybe they thought it was funny, or maybe they were doing something they shouldn't have been doing, and they just froze in panic, and then continued.
1: Hmm. Yeah, maybe, or oh, freezing in panic's actually a good shot. What could they have been doing though?
0: So she's looking to the right, and he's putting his hand in his bag. Oh maybe, dear. Maybe he was about to, I don't know. I was going to say pull out a weapon, but then so I... So
1: he was putting a hand in his bag, or her yeah, bag?
0: Yeah, in his bag.
1: Maybe he found his dildo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know that Is was that what cool? I that's what that's what I was going to say as well, and I was like, no, I'm not going to say that on the air because oh, that's rude. Sorry. And you just went there, you yeah, went I there.
1: I did, yeah. Maybe it's a freezing panic, freeze, freeze in panic. Maybe it's a glitch in the matrix. Maybe they're just playing a prank on them. It's still freaky if you're the observer though. Oh well, yeah. I but would you must give have done. You must have done something in the past where you've clocked someone staring at you, and you've done something weird or to it, like either get them to stop staring at you or.
0: No, if I see people staring at me, I'm just like, "What? <laughs> oh,
1: that's really boring." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is, maybe I should start. Maybe I should adopt some sort of weird thing that I do then when people stare at me. I need to think about
1: it. what some would you kind of, like. Some kind of weird twitch is a good one, I reckon. or
0: some sort of like bird mating
1: dance. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yep,
0: yeah. that would be good actually. A David
1: Attenborough-esque bird yeah. mating dance. Yeah, dance. Yep, I've got that in my uh, repertoire, as you well know. Yeah, you do. Yep. That was how you won me over. Yep.
0: Ooh. <laughs> My ex-wife and I were sleeping. There was a small sliver of light coming in through the window from a street light, So the room and bed were dimly visible. Our black Pomeranian was at the end of the bed asleep. I dreamt that I woke up, reached down to pet him, and he turned into a glossy black oyster thing which opened up to reveal rows of gleaming glass teeth. I woke up to my ex backpedalling up the bed over the pillows towards the wall. I asked, what's wrong? And she said, what the fuck was that shiny black clam thing with the teeth at the end of the bed? Where's the dog? We had the same nightmare at the same time. And that still gives me chills.
1: It's not a nightmare. Your dog is a shapeshifter.
0: That's mental. It's
1: actually some kind of weird alien thing. It's probably going to eat you. Am like... Probably the reason you got divorced. (laughs)
0: that one moment (laughs) can you uh, write in if you're listening and tell us if this is in fact the reason you got divorced imagine trying to explain that to a therapist
1: I think that um, yeah joint nightmares might actually happen that might actually be a thing you know shared mania or if like you think that all dreams are like based off of stimulus stimuli if you spent the whole day together and like had spoken about the same things then there's a chance that you could have had you could have the similar dreams right
0: i'd probably say yeah if the brain wasn't so complex
1: in that case we're talking about truth then we're talking about a shape-shifting dog that turns into a clown with glass teeth <laughs> i mean that is but of course and for this week's cryptid that's pretty uh pretty <laughs> intense imagine though waking up to see bims turned into a clown with gold gold teeth not glass teeth she'd have gold teeth. Glass teeth have glass teeth I don't know what i do. I don't know if I'd...
0: I'd probably just find it funny. Like, no, you it's you just, just go back to sleep. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> you would, I would just go I mean, back to sleep. This, that I would just go back to sleep. But I feel like... I feel like people having the same nightmares is such a weird... Such a weird thing. Because I don't think... You know, as I said, I have absolutely insane dreams. And I was telling you earlier, like, last night I had... I took new medication... And I had the most fucked up dreams I've ever had.
1: I had really crazy dreams last night as well. Did you? Did you
0: dream that me and you suddenly had to play Lady Macbeth and Macbeth at a production where they drugged (laughs) us and got us really drunk? Because that's what I was dreaming.
1: (laughs) Yeah, mine weren't even that crazy, actually. But
0: then when I woke up um, and I went back to sleep again, I had another really intense weird dream.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. Really don't know about that. Because either way, even if they did just both have the same nightmare, that's really freaky, isn't it?
0: Are you ready for another one? Mm, no. I was performing massage after massage from morning till night in the winter of 2018. One day I worked with this client named Jerry, a lovely and polite 75-year-old man. I noticed his name immediately because Jerry is not a common name where I live and he was also stood out because he was the only client I ever had who wanted to talk through the whole session. He told me about his wife and their kids, he told me that his son just graduated from university and that he already had his own business running. He told me he was proud because his son had been severely injured in the army and worked hard to build himself back up. He told me he himself was a retired soldier. I've always been amazed by soldiers so I was listening to him like a little girl and he finally told me about his cancer of the lungs. He didn't want to have any treatment. He'd been told he would die very soon five years ago but mysteriously survived without chemo so we talked about many many specific details of his life as he turned on his chest i also saw a big scar on the back of his shoulder which he had received during his time in the army after we were done he waved at me and left but my colleague told me there was something weird going on with the way he looked at me but it was kind of like he already knew me i didn't think too much of it but i talked about him to my sister. Two weeks later, I went to go get my next client, and it was Jerry. I started to ask him about some of the things we'd spoken about. But he got freaked out and thought it was odd that I knew so much about him. When I asked about his health and his cancer, he was shocked. The more we talked and talked, I realised we were having the exact same conversation as last time. And he was convinced that he had not been here for many, many years. I remember his scars on the back of his shoulder... So, when he turned over, I checked to see if I was going crazy, but they were there, of course. When he came out of my cabin, one of my old colleagues, she had worked here for over 20 years, was shocked to see him. She told me he hadn't come to our institute in the last five years, so he was like, You see, I told you. I went to check the client's data, and there was no Jerry recorded for the past five years. I was shaking. And I remembered i told my sister about him the last time. So I texted her to see if she remembered or if I was going crazy. And she did remember. My other colleague came out from the back and said the exact same thing as last time. It's weird. The way he looked at you and waved at you. It's like he knew you from somewhere. Or that you were like dear to his heart. I looked at her and I said, "But You said the exact same thing two weeks ago. And she didn't remember.
1: Oh, it's like extreme deja vu. Do you ever get deja vu? All the time.
0: I get deja vu so extreme that it makes me feel sick. Do you ever get that? I don't know why. It like sets me on edge and it makes me feel sick. But not deja vu like big things. I might have deja vu like I'll have a conversation with someone you know in passing or if i'm walking down the street or whatever and i'll go "Whoa, well, i've had this conversation with you in this exact same time before Ooh. and it like makes me feel sick to my tummy it's such a weird i hate it it's you know like, what hate that is though, don't you it's what? emerging the timelines <laughs> or it's just our brains glitching
1: yeah i think it's imagined the timelines but there you go
0: but listen we're gonna have to beg to differ like we did on the whole
1: but that is an extreme case of deja vu because we're talking about two weeks i mean that is
0: i don't think that's deja vu because that's because with deja vu you get the feeling that you've been there before but you can't really predict what's going to happen but she was able to tell him all those intricate details about her life or his life rather
1: knew where the scar was as well so who was it that came in before
0: Do you think it was somebody else?
1: No, I think it was him on a different timeline. The mergers of the timeline. This is the timeline where he died and he came back as a ghost.
0: Oh, God. Why are you making things so complicated? It's
1: really straightforward, I think.
0: It's not really straightforward, is it? Because you just said there was two timelines (laughs) and it was the timeline where he died and came back as a ghost. So she massaged a ghost. Yeah. One of the times and the other time he was still alive.
1: Yeah, because he skipped over into the wrong timeline as a ghost.
0: You don't even know what you're talking about. I can see by your I face. Do. See, now that we've got two microphones again, I'm like, I can see your face and I can see <laughs> when you're just talking absolute rubbish. No,
1: I think that makes sense. Or well, maybe it wasn't the ghost, but maybe it was just a different timeline. Him slipped into the wrong timeline.
0: That sounds like a euphemism and I don't like it.
1: It wasn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: as I said it, there's no euphemism, 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 euphemism. euphemism about it.
0: We're going to do two more stories. Okay. Three more stories. Okay. But we're going to do do two together. Okay. And then we're going to do a longer last one. Okay. You ready?
1: Not really, but go for it.
0: This didn't happen to me, but to my dad. He works for a heating and air conditioning company, so he often has to go out to people's houses to fix things. About five years ago, he told me he had a bizarre dream where he went on a call to an elderly woman's house. He'd never seen the house or this woman before. But he said it was bizarre because of how realistic the whole thing felt. He fixed her boiler in the dream, chatted for a bit and then he left. About a week later his company gets a call from an elderly woman needing her boiler fixed. They send my dad on the job. When he arrived he said it was the exact same house from his dream and the same old lady. He knew her name before he even had to ask and knew his way around the house without having gone inside yet. When she opened the door she said Hi Gary (coughs) And when he asked how she already knew his name, she said she had a dream last week that her boiler broke and that my dad was the one who came to fix it. So she just knew it was going to be his name. Two complete strangers, never having met each other, had the exact same dream that they would meet each other and they did. And the whole thing is so crazy. I'm sorry, but like what a boring joined dream to have
1: what if it wasn't a dream what if it was a premonition
0: you said that like there was some sort of bold statement she might be
1: a lady that is quite nervous and quite scared of the outside world and actually by having this dream it made her feel okay about having this guy over to fix her boiler
0: That's all well and good, but how did he have the same dream?
1: Because he is actually naturally scared of old ladies. (laughs) (laughs) And by him having that dream,
0: he could see that she's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was meant to do two at once, wasn't I? You were. Sorry. But that's,
1: I think it's a premonition.
0: I don't. I thought premonitions were supposed to be like, the Titanic is going to sink or, you know, there's going to be an explosion or... Why does it
1: have to be something dramatic?
0: Because otherwise, it's just a bit pointless, really. Well, it's isn't not. It? What
1: if it is that? What if it is that simple? Just to reassure the old lady.
0: Oh, that just seems a bit excessive for reassuring an old lady that the timelines of these people's dreams connect. Just no, to make not an old lady. Line. Why feel are you bringing okay? timelines into it? I oh, don't bring timelines sorry. into it. Sorry, I'm just
1: saying these two happen to have a premonition that created the atmosphere that made it feel comfortable for this old lady to have someone in the house. Maybe Gary is really normally quite brusque and blunt in his nature. But the fact that he'd had this premonition and he knew about this old lady actually calmed him down a bit. Solve science again. Boom.
0: Dan solves science. Maybe we should start a, a spin-off podcast called Dan Solve Science.
1: It's, it's, I mean, it would probably get quite a large audience, I'd imagine.
0: Oh, very quickly. Yeah. Like, mm. I imagine it would top the iTunes charts probably In on... the first week. Yeah, first yeah. week. I, exactly. I I actually think it's a bad idea Because I think the fame would be too much for you
1: Yeah it probably would actually you And know, I'd have to do like real science as well after that And, that would be and
0: a bit... you know you'd want to leave the house Without being plagued by paparazzi and It would bi- be paparazzi though. And it'd bikini be, models be like,
1: and stuff It would be like people from like who Coming up to me going We found this virus Do you think this is the cure And I'll be like yes or no And then they'll just go off and do their business Okay And then whatever I said will be oh, right I, I went for
0: paparazzi and bikini models And you went for who
1: as in the world I know yeah. the world health organization <laughs> not the who, not the who well, no, I they that. might call around as well maybe. who knows who with knows? this
0: level of fame who knows so okay when I was like 10 or 11 I was going to the beach with my aunt and her friends there were two cars of us to get there we had to go through a very large industrial area we didn't know the direction so our car was following the other suddenly they did an unexpected turn and so our driver had to take a sharp bend In that moment, we heard a very clear, loud voice inside the car laughing and saying, Sharp bend, hmm? The driver immediately hit the brakes. We all looked at each other, puzzled. We all recognised it as a voice not belonging to any of us. In the very same moment, we noticed that the other car had stopped as well. The other driver got out of the car with a scared face and shouted to us, Did did, did you hear that as well? But they heard the exact same thing inside their car. And the area around was fully deserted.
1: I don't even understand that, really. Like, it's a ghost, right? It's the ghost of the town planner that put the sharp bend in. And when he died... (laughs) He made it his mission to just make that comment in the cars and freak everybody out every time they went around that bend.
0: He was so proud of that bend yeah. and the sharpness of just it. Just loved it. Yeah, loved it. And when anybody had to take that bend sharply, he was like, "Oh, yep. sharp bend. Yep, yep. You he he impressed re- with was really, that? He was, really, he
1: was really proud of it. That's weird, don't it? Like, what is that? Why What's would that point? happen?
0: This is my thing with glitches in the matrix, right? I get a glitch. Okay, I get yeah. if something, you know, say if we are all living in this what whatever you call it, like a stimulation.
1: Simulation. Simulation.
0: for <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. If we are all living in a simulation, you know, things might go wrong every so often, whatever. But there's some of them I just don't see the point in. Like, like that one, sharp bend, hmm? Yeah. That's... Oh, okay.
1: But that's not a glitch though, is it? That, that that's that doesn't How sound like... How does it like...
0: happen in both cars then?
1: I don't know, but it doesn't sound like a glitch to me. It sounds like a synchronised haunting.
0: Or it, maybe they were both listening to the same radio station and it was a weird coincidence.
1: Could be. Could like be some reality. sort
0: of weird, weird serendipitous moment.
1: I just don't understand it, though. Like, it's it just like a poltergeist activity, isn't it? It's just winding people up.
0: I don't know if poltergeists are kind of known for making wry commentary well, on car journeys.
1: You, you, they use all the energy throwing stuff around. Maybe if they took the time to save some of that energy, you'd hear some wry comments as well. Maybe you just can't hear it because it doesn't go on our plane.
0: You are obsessed with planes and
1: timelines today. There you go. Oh, just letting you know what's going on. Maybe it was stopping them from driving into something around the corner.
0: Like, what, what, by saying sharp bend. Well, it hmm? was shocking
1: enough, wasn't it, to make them both stop? So sometimes you just I'm have sure to do you something just stupid.
0: Go, if you're going to try and stop somebody from doing stupid, just something, something stupid, you just say stop. But then they might l- have just l- thought it l- was
1: someone peeing around in the back.
0: It was with a different voice. Well. And if I was in a car with, with you and you shouted stop at me, I'd stop the car.
1: Yeah, you're too trusting. <laughs> one more story
0: okay and this story comes the whole way from finland are you ready
1: is it from no it isn't oh
0: i'm from finland and that's also where these things i'm about to describe to you happened this was some years ago pre-smartphone gps era it was the end of the summer and myself and two friends were on a camping trip way up in the north in lapland The mosquito season was over and the weather was cooling down in anticipation of the coming fall. The three of us had packed food and gear for a 10-day trek. The car we arrived in had been left at the parking lot of a visitor centre. This happened within the premises of the Orho Kekenin National Park, a 985 square mile stretch of wilderness near the Russian border. Can I apologise to any of our Finnish listeners? We have quite a few for my terrible pronunciation. The terrain there varies greatly, from treeless and semi-mountainous to dense forest of spruce and pine and dwarf birch. There are lots of swamps. Seeing reindeer is not uncommon and some nights you might hear wolves in the distance. You can run into a bear or a wolverine in this place, but of course, normally they avoid people. We mostly camp in a tent, but some nights we use shelters and simple huts provided for travellers free of charge. The trip had lasted five days We were at the furthest of any kind of civilization. We were going to be on that particular outing Truly in the middle of nowhere There really is nothing there There are no villages, no towns, no industry The place is a national park after all Seeing other hikers happened from time to time You'd see some people in the distance maybe Very rarely would you come face to face with anyone So in the middle of our trip we were camped in a small clearing, woodland extending around us for a considerable distance in all directions. It was already dark. We had eaten our evening meal and all three of us were jammed in our only tent. It was a bit cramped, but we fit. We took turns carrying it during the hikes. We were just exchanging some jokes and crude humour in the dark, like guys in their twenties do, about to go asleep in our sleeping bags. When we quietened down, we began to hear it talking and the sound of machinery given our location this was profoundly weird we camped in a tent because there was no huts nearby maybe there was another camp somewhere near us we couldn't quite make out what was being said but it was a human voice no doubt about it but nothing really could explain the sound of heavy machinery it sounded like an excavator or a tank something big and powerful and not really too far away Combined with the sound of talking, we thought, construction yard. But at that time of night, in an unpopulated protected nature reserve, we got out of our tent. It was cold and pitch black. The campfire had some coals still glowing. We took out our flashlights. My two buddies have always been a lot braver than me. The sound was clearly coming from the north, maybe half a kilometre away. We thought the construction might be going on behind a small hill some distance away. We could see no lights or anything. We still could not make out what was being said. The speaking-like voice was monotonous, and it was impossible even to say what language was being used. still sounded a lot like a person speaking, though. You may be aware of the sort of spooky phenomenon of hearing a human voice in static, Maybe you've used the blow dryer and been sure someone is talking. Turn it off and it was just something the brain tried to interpret from the steady hum. Maybe it was sort of like that. It's hard to explain. The machinery-like sound continued. Not loud, but you could sort of make out a powerful engine, at times accelerating or adding power, at times idle. My two friends resolved to go find out what was going on. We put our warm clothes back on Donned boots and I sat next to the dying fire Adding some more wood to it I would stay at the camp While my buddies left to check out this mystery construction yard In the middle of nowhere in the Lapland woods So there I sat The guys took out their maps Took a compass And left And I could hear them make their way through the forest to see the light from their flashlights Then they were gone The weird sounds continued Unaltered They were gone 15 minutes, then 30, then an hour. It was odd, judging by the volume of the sound, they should have reached it, checked it out, and been back already. I added more firewood and tried to make out what the person talking was saying, but it was too tinny and obscure. The guys had been away for over two hours. I figured they would stayed for a coffee with the construction guys or something then the sound stopped just like that it just ended all at the same time the engine sound and the voice sound both just quit and it went very silent I waited for another 30 minutes very worried now that something had happened that maybe my friends were lost should I go and try and find them I shouted their names several times and built the fire pretty big I was scared shitless when suddenly I saw the flashlights of my friends Apparently they were returning in a hurry The guys got back to the camp out of breath and they told me the following They had followed the sound beyond the small ridge in the distance There was nothing there and it seemed like they were not getting any closer to the source of the sounds They had to stop every now and then, be quiet and listen to it to be able to walk towards it They walked and stopped like this for some time and then they realised they just weren't getting any closer. The sounds didn't change in volume at all. They decided to go just a little bit further several times when suddenly the sound just stopped like someone pressed a button on a recording. They realised they'd been going on for a long time. They were in the middle of the dark woods alone. They started heading back at a brisk pace. Eventually... They saw my big-ass fire from the top of the hill and found their way back. The weird thing is, we seemed to think the sound stopped at different times. They'd been gone two and a half hours in total. They said the sound stopped at around one hour fifteen minutes, and they left and started to head back immediately, the return trip taking a bit longer even though they kept a good pace. They apparently wandered around a bit. For me, the sound stopped at the two-hour mark, just 30 minutes before they returned. We did not sleep that night. Nothing more happened on that trip and we never found out what the weird construction yard-like sound was about. When we returned to the park's visitor centre some five days later, we asked around, but no one knew of any ongoing construction taking place in the whole National Park area. It's been bugging me ever since.
1: it would be bugging me as well. It's a bit weird, isn't it?
0: Why in the world? Mechanical
1: sounds and voices. voices that you can't interpret.
0: Sounds very like... Aliens. Aliens, bitches. Got some signs, shit going on. They didn't on. look up either, did they? No, they didn't. All you have to do is look up in the air. Yep. They're literally hovering over your head. Yep. I would be the person to be like, do you know what? You go. I'll tell you what I'll do is um, I'll stay here and keep the fire going. And When in actual fact, I'd get back in my sleeping bag and I'd go back to sleep again. Because yeah, there'd be no way I'd be dragging my ass all over the forest in Finland looking for some aliens. Yep, That's not happening. I thought
1: it's a bit harsh, them leaving him on his own, though, to be fair. Oh, I'd be fine with it. I'd be like,
0: see you later. Don't hurry back. Make <laughs> sure you find the noise. And I'd be like, you
1: idiots. See you later. It's definitely aliens. It's a bit weird. The time signature is funny, isn't it? Maybe there's two two craft. One that was a bit further away. One that was over them. The one that was a bit further away disappeared, the one that was over them stayed for a bit longer, then that disappeared. Presto.
0: Sounds a bit intense, really, or just a bit elaborate, top, you know.
1: Yeah. Or, it's a different world. The fabric of the universe is oh split. <laughs> and it's actually an industrial area on another plane.
0: Do you know what I really think?
1: I'm an idiot. (laughs) I'm ignoring you because I can't be bothered
0: getting into this. But do you know what? I really think that unless you've got two people to corroborate a glitch in the matrix, that it is just your brain. Like the brain does amazing things. And we talk about that all the time. I knew of a girl once who used to hear voices before she had a seizure. And that was her body's way of telling her that she was going to have a seizure. But she would hear external voices. Like, that's crazy.
1: That is crazy. And even, even people... At least 50% of your stories that you read out had more than one person.
0: Okay, yes, I know that. But let me get to that.
1: Sorry, you carry on with your science. I was
0: saying, even people with things like schizophrenia, right, have, you know, can often have auditory and visual hallucinations and they don't realise that they're actually an extension of their own psyche. Do you know what I mean? And they think it's something external. So is it possible that it is our brains glitching and not the world around us glitching? Like even, you know, when I get a migraine, my eyesight changes completely, which is a really weird thing to happen. Like visual disturbances and stuff. Yeah. And when there's two people, you're more likely to go, did you see that? Did you see that? What did you see? I saw this. And then it kind of, there's that, what do they call it? Like a, conf- is it confirmation bias? Yeah, maybe. You know, when you've got two people that Oh like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, conf- yeah, it is
0: say the same thing and you're like oh yeah definitely it did 100% happen but actually maybe it didn't happen in the way that you originally thought it happened
1: what about the car story though
0: which one the voice in the car yeah
1: where they both the cars stopped and
0: i feel like there's a natural explanation for that like a weird radio coincidence or i don't know but there's there, there's definitely a natural explanation for it
1: they both had a walkie-talkie with a third party in the back seat and they forgot about it or in the boot in the boot it was that person they were those, yeah. those two
0: separate people they were kidnapping at the same yeah. time
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay I've got a question for you okay if we're living in a simulation do you want to know that we're living in a simulation
0: no I'm good not knowing
1: you're happy or you're taking yeah. the ignorance's bliss route
0: I mean if you think about like different philosophers and stuff there's the whole brain in the vat th- theory isn't it which is essentially the matrix uh, I don't want to know I'm happy tipping about doing my own thing I don't need to know if I'm actually just a brain in a vat somewhere. I don't need to know if I'm a little fetus.
1: What about if it allowed you to manipulate it?
0: Why 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 how would I manipulate it?
1: I don't know, I'm just saying you don't know what kind of simulation you're in. You don't know how it works, do you? It might be partly generated by your mind.
0: Yeah, no, I can't be bothered no one. If this is all a simulation, I don't care.
1: You're happy just sleeping. Yeah, I'm right? happy just sleeping. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't know if I'd wanna know either to be honest with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but it's a bit of a it's a bit of a thinker that question, isn't it?
0: It is a thinker and there you know, there's lots of different theories about human existence and why we're here and what here actually is and what it means. There's there's whole forums on Reddit dedicated to this and while Thought Catalogue and all those people, um, Buzzfeed and blah blah blah. they're all they're all taken from the same pool you know so if you want to look at these stories go and look on Reddit and there's loads of people loads of different theories about what's happening and why we're having these glitches in the matrix but I really think it's just the human brain I don't think it's anything more extraordinary than that
1: you do realise how boring that is though don't you
0: yeah sorry sorry to burst all your bubbles
1: I mean I don't think you're right anyway
0: what do you think it is
1: it depends on story there's lots of different explanations for all those different stories but none of them are to do with our own brain and that is a fact (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> would you like some new reviews <laughs> go for it
0: we have a review from juliet in honolulu honolulu that's the same juliet from the story oh, yeah. so in this week's listener episode i think we read juliet's story
1: yes we do interesting yeah.
0: and she says aloha from hawaii aloha i enjoy your show and just want to let you know that someone on the other side of the planet is listening mahalo for all the supernatural tales And the little bit of snarky commentary. It's fun to listen to. Thank you so much for writing to us the whole way from Hawaii. That is so cool. And then we have, these folks hit the nail on the head from that girl. Nope. My seemingly endless search for the perfect spooky podcast has finally ended. I'm a bit of a podcast snob, so it took some time to find you two, but I'm so glad I have. And then we have, Legit Got Me Spooked from Manathan. So enjoyed listening to you guys. I normally am way too scared to watch or listen to horror, but you guys make it lighthearted enough that I can just about stomach it. As I'm married into the O'Grady family here in Ireland, the Banshee episode scared me the most, and when I told my husband about it, he also got very scared. Ha <laughs> ha. Love the podcast. Honestly, I need more. Dan, it's almost... par. It's always paranormal. Totally on your side, boy.
1: Yeah, you know... you know you know know.
0: so if you enjoyed this week's episode and you think hey i want to learn more about these guys you can do that you can come and find us on instagram i'm on instagram at real life ghost stories
1: i'm on instagram at 50p movie club
0: you can find us on facebook we have a facebook page called real life ghost stories podcast give it a little like leave a review there if you feel so inclined you can join our super group which is rlgs super group and the answer to the question is Emma and Dan. And
1: Tiny BIMs, if you were that, that way inclined.
0: Yes, and Tiny BIMs too. You can find us on Twitter.
1: At real Ghost Pod.
0: You can send your stories in to us at real life ghost stories podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to, you can help us by giving us five dollars a month on patreon that is patreon.com forward slash real life ghost stories where you get an extra episode a week for that five dollars and if you donate two dollars a month what do you get
1: you occasionally get an episode of 50p movie club Ooh. but you get to listen to all the back episodes as well
0: that is very true and on that note we shall see you next week
1: bye Hi, I'm The Operator, host of award winning podcast 911 Calls with The Operator, and this is a staycast from Acast written as a poem. If you stay at home, like you're asked to do, you can listen to podcasts and make some soup. If you wear a mask and wash your hannies, you can skip the rona and avoid killing granny. Stay inside, wash hands. Need a new podcast? Give the score, Bank Robber Diaries, a try. Hugs.